0: All right, now this is exciting. Indie Law is officially launching a new series of interviews. We're calling it the Indie Express. These are no nonsense, to the point interviews with top business experts. These Indie Express interviews are under 15 minutes and are jam packed with value. For our first episode, I'm delighted to introduce you to an attorney, a social media pro, a good friend and mentor, Mitch Jackson. Listen up, this episode is all about the importance of grabbing your audience's attention. Mitch gives us his 10 favorite ways to start a presentation or conversation, and then he outlines the five steps you have to take to persuade your audience. Let's dig in. All right, everyone. Hello, and welcome to the Indie Express with me, Joey Vitale from Indie Law and my good friend Mitch Jackson. Jackson, shit. <laughs> Let's redo that.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Actually, I like the way that sounded, Joey. Mitch Jackson. You captured the essence this, of Mitch Jackson right there. A human moment. I was trying it to say.
0: Keep it rolling, I was, bud. I was trying to say Mitch Jackson action. Jackson, because that's what shows up on your Zoom. Awesome, well, you guys, I'm so excited to have Mitch on. He's actually the first guest that I have brought on for this Indie Express series. And the idea is for this not to be longer than 15 minutes and for us to dig right into these solid takeaways that Mitch has for us. Wanted to introduce you guys to Mitch real quick. Mitch is the streaming lawyer. He's spoken all over the place, including the Tony Robinson stage. He's appeared on live video shows with Katie Couric, Anderson Cooper, Seth Godin, Gary Vaynerchuk. His Global Legal Minds Mastermind group, which I'm a part of, is a cutting edge community designed to show professionals how to embrace social media and show their human side. And Mitch, we're gonna spend the next 15 minutes talking about something that you put together, which are the five steps to help you capture the attention of your audience, make your point, and close the next deal
1: hey, if two lawyers can do this in 15 minutes, anybody can do this, right? I'll tell you what, Joey, thanks for having me on. This is exciting, I'm glad I'm your guinea pig, regardless of what you call me, I'm here for you. You know I love you to death, pal. So here's the deal, you guys. What I've noticed trying cases over the years with social media, speaking on stage, is the biggest problem, the biggest challenge we have today, whether we're talking with an audience of one or an audience of 2,000, is grabbing their time and attention. Everybody's busy, right? And unless you grab their time and attention immediately, they're not gonna pay attention to what you're doing in a court of law, on stage, or in a boardroom when you're trying to sell your product or services. If you don't capture someone's time or attention, the sale's not gonna happen. The relationship's not gonna happen. The new business isn't going to happen. The challenge is, 100 years ago, the average attention span in the United States was about 20 minutes. You know, one wagon passing by somebody walking, they stop, they chew on some straw, and they talk for a while, right? Today, the average attention span's about nine seconds. The same attention span as a very intelligent goldfish. So you've gotta jump in there real quick and grab their attention, or you're going to lose and miss out on an opportunity. What I found is that in order to get somebody's attention, how you start off your presentation, how you start off your pitch, how you start off your social media post, or your live streaming posts, or maybe an opening statement during, during jury trial makes all the difference in the world. And I've got 10 ways that you can start off your presentation, your pitch, your spit, your spiel, whatever it might be, to try to capture the attention of your audience. Pick one of these 10 ways that works for your subject matter, that works for where you are, the audience you're speaking to. But for example, and I've got a list here, you can start off with number one, an interesting or provocative quote. Number two, you can start off with a statistic that might have something to do with what you're talking about. Number three, you can start off with a question. Get your audience thinking about what they're going to be hearing and let them know you'll be answering the question during your presentation. Number four, my favorite, and Joey knows this: start off with a breaking news story. Yeah. Newsjack something that's happening right now and incorporate that into your presentation. Number five, You know start off with just a story about you something that's happened to you in your life and integrate that into your presentation number seven number six or number seven wherever I am it doesn't really matter is you can start off with a sincere thank you thank the host thank the group that's not my favorite way to go about things but when you do start off using one of these approaches always circle back one or two minutes later take a deep breath and thank your audience being there. Okay, you do want to incorporate that into the first five minutes of your presentation. Number seven, you want to ask your audience, you're going to want to grab a pen and paper, grab your iPad, pull out your laptop. You're going to want to write this down. You're you're going to want to get this into your device because I'm going to share three ways you can do the following thing. Number eight, you can use humor. If you're great at telling jokes, start off with a great joke. If you're not good at telling jokes, not a good idea, okay? So understand your strengths, understand your weaknesses. Number nine, you can make a prediction. You can make a prediction and then ask the audience to hold you accountable to the prediction that, you're about, that you've just made and how you're going to be showing that prediction is going to come true based upon your presentation. And number 10, you can start off with a poem or a rhyme. Once again, like humor, if you do that, it'll come across well. If you're not good at giving a rhyme or sharing a poem, then don't go that route by doing all of this you guys what's going to happen is you'll be allowing your audience and empowering your audience to receive your message which will help benefit them and which will help solve their problem when it's all said and done you'll be directing your audience to um, a solution whether it's your product or service whether it's uh, uh purchasing a downloadable product whether it's with joey pulling the trigger and getting him to do your trademark uh, your service mark, whatever it might be, to protect your company with your intellectual property rights. That's what works really well on social, from the stage, and one on one meetings. Um, and that's what will work well for you, too. Now, let's think about this for just a second. What did I just do? What I just did is I just walked my talk with my five points. Let's go back and cover the five points real quick, Joey. Is that okay? Because yeah. I'm not going to let you jump in. I've only got 15 minutes, and I love to talk, I okay? Love- so here's the thing, you guys. The first thing you need to do is you need to state the problem clearly. That's the first step when it comes to um, persuasively sharing your argument or making a position. And what I did is I said, listen, time and attention are big problems today. If you don't immediately grab your audience's time and attention, you're never going to get it. That's the problem. Number one, state the problem. Number two, agitate the problem. If you don't get their time and attention right off the bat, they're going to tune you out. They're going to grab their smartphone. While you're speaking, they're gonna pay more attention to this than they will with you, and so agitate the problem. Number three, offer a solution. Offer a clear and concise solution to the problem that you've addressed in step number one, that you've agitated in step number two. Step number three, provide a clear, concise, and meaningful solution. Number four, show how that solution will benefit your audience how does that solution that you're offering help your audience solve their problems number five you need a call to action once you go through steps one through four empower your audience to take that next step to go to the back of the room and purchase your book to go to your website and get on your email update community list to hire you as a lawyer or as a CPA or as a doctor to help fix their problems. So those five steps, Joey, I use in court. I use when I'm speaking from the stage. I use with my family on a Friday night and we're love trying it. to figure out what movie to see, right? Mitch,
0: I love this because like you, like you say, it's it's not just about presenting in front of a group. You can use these skills every, like in so many places, whether it's on a piece of sales copy or or like you said, talking with your family, like if you want to be persuasive, do these five things. And it's, it's really interesting. I love that you, you ended with the call to action because there are very interesting and productive ways of doing that that might not seem obvious. One of the best speeches I've seen has been from somebody who gave the people who are watching homework and said, if you email me your answers to these three questions, I will email you back.
1: Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah, and the call to action, you know, think about your audience. For example, on social media, when I'm doing a blog post, when I do a short response or comment to somebody else's post that I want to, you know, share some advice or share my opinion, I'll go through those five steps. You know, I'll state the problem. I'll agitate the problem. I'll state a solution. I'll talk about how that solution helps this particular issue or audience, and then some type of call to action. That call to action may be on social media, take a deep breath, everything's going to be okay. That call to action may be, call Joey Vitali and let him handle your intellectual property needs. That call to action may be, you know what, thank you, but I just don't have the time to help you. I'm going to my son's soccer game this afternoon you know I'm a big proponent of the word no, because it opens up my opportunities to say yes. So when I say call to action, I'm not speaking of a call to action in a traditional marketing sense. It's like, what's that last step that you want your audience of one or a thousand to do? It might be to take a deep breath, it might be to write a big check, but whatever that is, for example, in court with the jury, I tell them, once it's all said and done in my closing argument, we've been here for two weeks, This is what you've heard. This is what I need you to go back and do in the jury deliberation room. I take them by the hand and I tell them exactly what I need them to do. I then show them using a blown up verdict sheet on exactly what I need them to do. And then I tell them again what they just saw so there's no misunderstandings before I let them go back into the jury deliberation room. Your audience, your community on social media can do the same thing. It works, it works well, and it works in almost any type of situation.
0: Mitch, I love this. And one of the things that I love most about it is that it fits in with the energy of this Indie Express type of show. And these five things you can start working on now. You don't have to, we'll have a link to Mitch's blog post where he he gets into these, but you don't have to feel like you need to research and master each of these five things. Just start doing it.
1: Speak from the heart. Okay, speak from the heart, don't BS anybody, uh, and and genuinely believe in what you're saying. You have to be able to walk your talk on stage, in court, or on social media, but don't overcomplicate things. Now, there is a caveat, Joey, and on the Friday night approach as to what movie you're going to be seeing, no matter how good you are at any of this, it doesn't matter. (laughs) <laughs> the rest of the family's going to pick the movie and I'm going to go and have a good time.
0: I love that. Yeah, you got to pick your battles.
1: You got to pick your battles. That's right. Well,
0: Mitch, thank you so much for your time for these actionable tips. and And thank you for, you know, not just me, but with the other lawyers and business owners and people who follow you. Thank you for keeping us human and keeping us moving. We really appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Joey. I'm so glad our paths have crossed. I'm always here for you, and it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, Mitch.
0: See ya.